0: Yesterday, I hosted a webinar for a number of Marian scholars from throughout the world. And I had certain expectations of this virtual gathering. For example, I had the expectation for our speaker that he would present on Our Lady of Guadalupe, because he was an expert on the topic, and that he would share some of the wealth of the information that he has amassed over his years of study of that Marian apparition. And he did meet my expectations. I think we all have expectations of different people in our lives for what they do and how they might measure up to that. We have expectations of our family members that if we're parents and our Kids are older, we expect them to call and to check in every now and again. We expect our young kids to do chores and to do what they're told. We have expectations of co-workers that those we work with will do the tasks that they are assigned so that all the work the company needs to do might get done. We have expectations of leaders, world leaders and other leaders that they will lead in a genuine fashion. We also have expectations of different events or places we go. If I go to a restaurant, I expect that my food will come out in a timely fashion, that the food will be delicious, and that I will enjoy that time out to eat. I have the expectation of an event that... If I go to it, it will be well organized and executed, and my time will be respected. These expectations that we have are similar to, the, to those of the Jewish people of the Old Testament, that they expected that at some time one would rise up who would be the leader of the people of Israel. They expected the Messiah, the one promised from long ago, Some of them expected that Messiah to look uh, in different ways. One group of people thought that it would be a militaristic leader who would rise up and battle and claim the throne and that he would be the leader of the people. But the prophets, like Isaiah in our first reading today, had different expectations for who the Messiah would be. And John the Baptist, knowing the words of Isaiah and hearing about the work of Jesus what he was doing, and what he was teaching. He sent his disciples to go and to ask Jesus if he was the one that they were expecting or if they should look for another. Isaiah told us that the promised one would help the blind to regain their sight, the lame to walk, that lepers would be cleansed, the deaf would hear, and the dead would be raised. And Jesus says that this is me, I'm the one that you've been waiting for. I'm the one that you have been expecting. I think of that apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and a little bit because of our first reading, it says that in the desert there would be these flowers that would blossom, and really that was the expectation of the bishop that Juan Diego goes to, except the bishop didn't expect roses to flower in the desert that were out of season. The bishop didn't expect that Juan Diego would be able to deliver. He thought him to be a fraud, and so he made the most outlandish and ridiculous request. Because this woman that Juan Diego saw on a few occasions told him to go to the bishop and to ask for a church to be built on that site and on that location. And so Juan Diego goes to the bishop, and the bishop kind of scoffs at him and says, well, bring me back some roses, and then I will build you your church. In a sense, dismissing him, telling him to get away. Juan Diego sees that woman again, and, well, there's some roses that have bloomed in the desert in the middle of winter. And so Juan Diego collects these roses, puts them in his cloak, and he goes to the bishop. And the bishop, who had no expectation to see these roses— could not expect what he would see, that on this cloak Juan Diego was wearing, the image of the woman whom he saw was imprinted. And to this day, over 500 years later, that tilma, that cloak, is still on display for public veneration. I think today, on this third Sunday of Advent, maybe we can consider what we expect of Jesus, what we expect him to do, or maybe we don't have expectations of the Lord, that maybe we don't believe he'll act in our life. That was the case of one contemporary Christian music artist. He, he and his wife had a few children, and then they had a surprise child, and when the child was born, the child had Down syndrome, and the child was deaf in both ears. The child had a heart condition, And they're Christians. They sing the praises of the Lord in music. They lead stadiums of people in song. And they didn't expect God to heal their son, but they thought it was the best thing that they could do, that they should pray for the healing of their child, that their child would be able to hear. And though they didn't expect God to do it, he indeed did, to the amazement of the doctors and to that family that their deaf child was able to hear. I think we can expect God to do miraculous things in our life. And really, it begins on that day that we expect, on Christmas Day, when the infant is placed in the manger. But that's only the beginning of what he will do.